Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Purple for the Win podcast here on YouTube. Thanks to my friend Andy Carlson for having me on. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Zach Moore. I am the author of the book Caponomics, Building Super Bowl Champions, available on Amazon. And I'm a writer for OverTheCap.com, the number one salary cap and contract resource in the NFL. Um, today we're going to talk about Kirk Cousins. Uh, as Vikings fans, you know Kirk Cousins is having a phenomenal year. He is in the middle. He's in year two of a $28 million unique, fully guaranteed, uh, well, $28 million per year, three years, $84 million unique contract, fully guaranteed. Mike McCartney, his agent, and him created this contract uh, with the Vikings. Three years guaranteed, which meant that he would hit the free agent market a- after three years rather than five. And, and what he will ab- is about to enter after 2020 is a market that has greatly increased. Uh, in, in June 2017, Derek Carr signed a market-setting deal, $25 million per year, June 2017. By March 2018, Kirk Cousins, $3 million higher, $28 million per year, fully guaranteed. Uh, 11 months after that, Russell Wilson, $35 million per year. So that's where the market is now. Russell signed that in April 2019. Kirk is now in this position where when we're talking extension, when we're talking contract, that's where the market is. Currently, we have Dak Prescott having a good season for himself in Dallas um, and in a position where the Cowboys are trying to sign him an extension, trying to sign him to an extension or in a position where they will franchise tag him, sign him to extension, free agent, whatever. Um, But he has already expressed prior to this season that he's looking for a contract worth $40 million per year. And Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, two players, elite, phenomenal performers coming up on, uh, they're about to finish year three of their career, which means that they're in line to potentially sign an extension with their organizations. Now, important to understand, doesn't matter who you think the best quarterback out of those guys is. The signings are going to go, whoever signs first is going to sign for X amount of dollars. Whoever signs next is going to sign for a million dollars more. Whoever signs after that is going to sign for a million dollars more, a million point five, whatever, above that guy, because that's how the quarterback market works. The quarterback market is just continually increasing. Uh, You saw $10 million increase over the last two years. Now, when we speak about Cousins, we're talking about a Vikings organization right now that is pretty stacked. Uh, There's not a lot of issues in terms of guys coming up on free agency. There's not a lot of issues on this roster. The only real issue that you could see is the offensive line and their pass blocking percentage, uh, their ability, you know, their their rating pass blocking wise. Pro Football Focus has them as the 25th rated pass blocking team in the NFL. Um, another issue that's gonna come up uh, in the near future is, is free agency this year. We've got Anthony Harris, Trey Waynes, and Mackenzie Alexander, who is coming on as one of the better cornerbacks in the league. Young guy coming up on his second contract. Seventh best slot cornerback in the NFL in terms of the quarterback rating against him, um, according to Pro Football Focus. Now, on the other hand, we're looking at a Vikings team, right, that has one is currently $1.5 million over the, cap, over the projected salary cap, according to overthecap.com. Uh, when you account for the rookie pool, that's the money that will be allocated to guys drafted in this year's draft, there will be $8.5 million more tacked onto that. That puts the Vikings $10 million over the salary cap. Now, there's one guy that Andy has talked a lot about his performance this year, Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is a guy that could be released. He has pro football focuses, fifth worst NFL rating against. That's the quarterback rating against when thrown to. Uh, if he's released, that would create $8.1 million in cap space. Still puts the team $2 million over the cap. Now, Harrison Smith has a contract that could be extended, restructured. He has about $8.75 million in difference between his cap number and his dead money, which gives a little bit of wiggle room to continue to get further under that cap. But from where I'm sitting with what issues that they've got, 
in terms of the defensive backs that they're going to want to resign. And they're going to want to resign because defensive backs are very important. Defensive line, pass rush, obviously important as well. Vikings already have that locked in. The defensive backfield is in good shape. Harrison Smith, um, you've got uh, Mike Hughes. Uh, even if you kept Xavier Rhodes, uh, I know he's not playing great. Uh, I know he's a highly talented player. Maybe maybe things work out better next year. It's not a disaster. Currently, Pro Football Focus is seventh rated uh, defensive backfield in the NFL. Reminds me a lot about the Ravens' defensive backfield in terms of they've got a lot of depth. They've got a, they've got five guys that you know their name. They're guys that you know produce. Uh, you know Xavier Rhodes obviously isn't. Uh, you've got Holton Hill as well that might come back. Um, you know and, and uh, you know. When I say might come back, what I mean is might stay out of trouble, hopefully. Uh, that's the hope. Highly talented player. I'm here in Austin, Texas, with a highly talented player here at the University of Texas. Uh, hopefully, you know, he can stay out of trouble. Um, and that puts the team in an entirely different position when we're talking about this free agent's p- position. But you don't want to let Mackenzie Alexander go. You don't want to let uh, Anthony Harris go if you don't have to. So those are two issues when, when, that you've got to consider when you come up on the Kirk Cousins issue of his contract. And now, one thing I see from an extension standpoint is that maybe there's the extension that's just years tacked on to next year. Um, if the Vikings were to come along and give Kirk Cousins $35, $35.5 million guaranteed over the next three seasons, um, and maybe extend that two years past that, I'm not sure what McCartney and Cousins are, are going to be thinking about when it comes to uh, you know their their logic concerning the next contract, but I would imagine that they would be open to another. Let's do three years, fully guaranteed. Let's put Kirk in a position to be a free agent again at thirty five, thirty six. Because as we know, the quarterback market's going to explode. We don't know what the next CBA looks like. Um, you know, some people are saying that there's going to be a huge increase in the salary cap. I'm not really sure if I buy that, um, but I do know that we don't know what the future looks like, and we don't know how the next CBA is going to impact the quarterback market. How did this CBA impact the current quarterback market? Well, the quarterback market, as Kirk Cousins has pointed out, is the only market where a player can withstand the two franchise tags that a team's likely to use on a high-performing player if he doesn't, if they don't come to an agreement that the team wants. Uh, Kirk outlasted that, put himself in a position to set a market-setting deal. If uh, Odell Beckham, Michael Thomas, two wide receivers. Both players signed deals that weren't massive market-setting deals. And what I want to point out is that both of those players signed market-setting deals, but it could have been higher if they were able to get through that franchise tag period, if they were able to hit free agency at 26 or 27 rather than what they would have been projected to hit it at 28. Now, Kirk Cousins can hit free agency at 30, and and teams are like, hey, uh, he's still a quarterback. He's still going to perform at a high level. All these other positions, or a lot of these other positions, there's players like Calais Campbell. There's guys that have... Uh, pass rush games and interior defensive line games and even if it's on the exterior um, that are elite players that might hit free agency at 30 and teams are like I'm gonna still pay that guy a ton of money because certain positions age well certain positions don't quarterback is one of those is obviously other than kicker punter it, it's the position that is the most um, capable of aging well Tom Brady 42 years old still performing now Cousins um, was able to withstand that and this is why the quarterback market continues to exceed expectations and, and inflate out of in an out-of-control manner when you consider, uh, by my opinion, out-of-control. Um, and it puts us in this position where Kirk could have another three years, see the market at $50 million in three years, and say to himself, now I'm entering again. I'm going to get another contract for $50 million. And this might just be the way that quarterbacks do it from now on. And it might be something that McCartney and Cousins themselves 
revolutionized in terms of contracts. Um, it might not work for every position, but for the quarterback market, it makes a lot of sense because a quarterback is, you know, as I said, age as well, most valuable player on the field, uh, the market that's inflating at such a rapid rate. Now, Cousins could agree to this kind of extensions that I suggested, um, and that would be beneficial to both sides. He wouldn't have to play out next year and be at risk of uh, underperforming. And after the season he's having right now, I don't think there's much of a risk in terms of his head of him underperforming. But the market could be up at 40, 45. Who knows uh, if he were to hit free agency. But, um, you know, there's there's some things that I want to consider with Kirk Cousins that, that lend to the opportunity of, of the Vikings extending him at this $35 million rate or, um, you know, that... that his experience, right? So after next year, Kirk will have been will have made one hundred and thirty point five million dollars over the course of his career. Now he's already experienced what it's like to be in an organization uh, that's poorly run. He was a member of the uh, of the um, Washington Redskins, as we know quite well. It, when Dan Snyder is the uh, owner of a team, that team is in a lot of trouble, um, as the Washington Redskins have been since he took over. But as I spoke to Jason Fitzgerald at Over the Cap, um, we, we talked to him about this topic, and he brought up that the 2020 market might have as many as 14 teams in the quarterback market. Patriots, Jets, Steelers, Browns, Bills, Titans, Colts, Jaguars, Raiders, Chargers, Bucks, Bears, Panthers, Vikings. All these teams might be in the market. He considered some of these teams that um, uh, drafted quarterbacks in 2018. Uh, you know, you've got the Bills, Browns, Jets are on that list. Um... Miami's not, uh, you know, Miami Miami might be on that list. Who knows, right? Miami could be a team that has a ton of cap space. Who knows? Uh, there's, a, there's a wide open market and there's a market that's going to explode. So Kirk might want to wait. But he also must understand uh, for himself, for the good of himself, and, and, and just, you know, him, he probably understands this just philosophically. M McCartney probably understands this as well, is that he's in a great position to succeed. The Vikings have been a phenomenally run organization for about 20 years now, um, 15, 20 years. I remember looking at Rob Brzezinski, uh, his biography, and just, just looking at the accomplishments of the organization since he's been a part of it. And uh, since the, it, it, there's a lot of continu con continuity in the organization, um, they've got a great defensive-minded head coach in Mike Zimmer. And, and what I was saying about uh, Brzezinski's bio is that I, I remember reading and being like, wow. This team has been over 500 for a long time. It's just, it's been a quarterback away. This has been an organization that's always been a quarterback away. And now Kirk Cousins might be that guy. And not only that, this has been an organization that's always forward thinking, always signing guys to extensions. Stephon Diggs, Daniil Hunter. Um, last, uh, both those guys are at market, uh, on contracts that are far below their market value uh, because of this ability to extend, draft and extend players from within that the Vikings have, have been exemplary with. Um, I remember last year, we're all thinking, who's 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 going to be the odd man out with all these free agents? And from what I recall, uh, everyone on that list, I, I think, was signed. Um, so we look at the look at the coaching staff. We look at the front office continuity, great organization, uh, forward thinking, analytics minded organization. Which brings us to the next point. The next point is you got Gary Kubiak there. Uh, he's an offensive assistant. He's a former head coach. He um, he is uh, overseeing Kevin Stefanski's. Offense, uh, Mike Zimmer is the defensive coordinator. Look at the last two champions. First, uh, we've got the Patriots, offensive my, uh, offensive head coach, potential pl player right there, and uh, coach right there, and uh, uh, Josh McDaniels. Bill Belichick needs no more explanation. One of the greatest defensive minds of all time. 
offensive coordinator and head coach for the um, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you know, uh, Doug Peterson, offensive-minded guy. Defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz, an, a guy who uh, was a head coach at one point and is innovative enough to have come up with the wide nine spread, uh, wide nine defense, and innovative coach himself. Got Kubiak, you got Stefanski, Kubiak, Mike Shanahan's uh, quarterback coach was Steve Young in 1994 on that Super Bowl team. His offensive coordinator throughout his time with Denver, the head coach in Houston, uh, made Matt Schaub look competent, uh, won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. This is a guy who has a long history of success. It's a very valuable guy to have in your organization. And he is apparently part of his role is was helping craft this offense, uh, you know, with another West Coast minded guy. Helping further craft this offense into something that could succeed, and he provides over-the-top game game decision in-game decision making, uh, which helps Stefanski make the right calls. Now, Kirk Cousins uses play action, the fourth most in the NFL, thirty-one point four percent of the time, behind Patrick Mahomes, coached by Andy Reid, Lamar Jackson, coached by Greg Roman, Jacoby Brissett, coached by Frank Reich. Three very smart organizations. Three very uh, you know look at the organization, look at the coaches. Cousins is in a position where he can succeed. Um, the one issue is the offensive line. Okay, that'll be fixed in the draft. I know that the front office is concerned about fixing that in the draft and understands that that's really the only spot that they really need to concern themselves with in the draft moving uh, moving forward uh, as long if they aren't able to secure the defensive backfield. Uh, the team's in a great position to succeed. Kirk Cousins is in a great position to succeed. And uh, when, I, when I speak about play action, there's another topic that I want to point out in terms of analytics. And it's something that uh, some really intelligent organizations, again, Ravens, um, Vikings, Patriots, uh, 49ers, and then you can add in Cliff Kingsbury is doing something similar with personnel, but he's using 10 personnel, which is the spread offensive personnel. And what is going on is the NFL uses 11 personnel, which is one tight end, one running back, three wide receivers to get to your five skill position players. And the response from defenses has been to make nickel defense the all the time defense for this uh for the nfl so not the all the time but the base defense uh last i saw defenses are using uh, nickel defense about f uh, 55 to 65 percent of the time from what i recall um so it's about similar to that rate still and when you put in personnel like what the vikings use 11 personnel 21 percent of the time so they use 12 percent of the uh personnel which is one running back two tight ends 34 percent of the time and they run 40 um, but when they run out, when they use 11 personnel, they run 42% of the time and average 5.6 yards per carry out of 12 personnel. They run 35% of the time and only average 3.9, uh, yards per carry. Um, but what their, what their focus is, is that there's analytics that prove that running out of 11 personnel is more beneficial passing out of 12 per personnel is more beneficial because the defense in 11 personnel is constructed to stop the pass. The defense in 12 personnel becomes constructed to stop the run, and it's about mismatches. When you have two tight ends on the field, two athletic tight ends, it's hard enough to cover one tight end in the NFL, to have enough guy, uh, to have enough people on your defense to cover that guy, cover the wide receiver, cover, cover everything you got to cover. Um, but when you have two tight ends, they're a big mismatch issue. And they're using 12% of the time, uh, uh, 12 uh, personnel a high percentage of the time. They run uh, 21 personnel, which is two running backs, one tight end, two receivers, 24% of the time. The 49ers use it 22% of the time. Um, they're leading the NFL in, 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 in 21 personnel. So what I'm, what I'm saying is that they understand the analytics of 
how these personnels impact the player's performance on the field. And Kirk Cousins is in a position to succeed. And he said something very important to Gooby, get, Gooby Kubiak, uh, Gary Kubiak, coming into this season. He said, I've, I've had a lot of success statistically. I've been in positions where, um, you know, I, 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 I haven't succeeded as a team. And I want to do that. So some of that lends me to believe that there's a heavy possibility for an extension. Um, and that $35 million number is really enticing to me. Uh, and if I'm, if I'm Cousins and his team, uh, fully guaranteed, uh, maybe that's enough to keep him around. And it is a bit of, we're talking, you know, uh, I, I heard Andy talk about it. Is, is he willing to take a Tom Brady type of thing? Uh, there's a possibility, but this is kind of a Tom Brady type of thing because this market's going to explode. The market, by the time this, if he does the three years fully guaranteed, uh, $35 million per year, by the time that deal's done, Quarterback market might be at $45, $50 million. So by the end of the deal, it looks like Kirk Cousins is is on a team-friendly deal anyway. So uh, it, it's all up to him and his team. It's all up to the Vikings if they want to just try and, try and get that locked in and say, hey, man, you had a great season. We got a great thing going. Um, this is our vote of confidence in you. This is our vote of confidence in what we're doing. Uh, we think we're going to bring home the first championship to Minnesota, the people of Minneapolis and the people of this great state of minnesota and uh do you want to be a part of that uh, because this organization has a lot of key players locked in for the next few years you lock kirk cousins in you figure out the pieces around the edges um this is a team that's still going to be in a position to succeed and a front office that uh i'm highly confident in the fact that they'll be able to continue to put him in a position to, position to succeed and there is no guarantee of that if kirk cousins goes elsewhere so if you take what he said to gary kubiak and you take that $35 million guaranteed every year uh, type of scenario, you find that there might be something that could be uh, worked out and an extension that could be reached that then puts Kirk Cousins in a position to sign another massive deal in four, uh, I, I'm thinking four off seasons from now. Yeah, so um, thank you for taking the time to listen. Thank you to Andy for having me on. If you want to follow along, the Zach Moore Show is on YouTube iTunes. Subscribe to both of them there. Andy and I are going to be doing some work together here in the future. I'm super thankful to have Andy here to uh, discuss a lot of the stuff that, um, uh, you know, to, to, to not to, uh, to, to put together a lot of these videos for me, to work together with him on, on other stuff that we can work, work on in terms of uh, production. And uh, I'm thankful to have found him and I'm thank that he's found me, that we found each other. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at Zach Moore NFL. And whenever you're thinking Zach Moore, it's Zach with a K, Moore with two O's. And uh, thank you for taking the time to listen. Thank you for, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, and thanks for uh, letting me introduce myself to you. Uh, and I look forward to uh, talking to you again in the future about things Vikings, things salary cap, anything you might think of. Uh, you can always ask me questions as well. And uh, thanks for listening again and have a great weekend as the uh, week 14 now of the NFL season kicks off. And for a lot of us, our fantasy playoffs are uh, getting down and all of the trash talking that we have spent the last 12 months doing uh, to all of our friends in our fantasy football leagues. Uh, now it comes time to pay up. Now it comes time to not lose so that we don't get smack talked all off season. And uh, enjoy. Enjoy.